Listeners could well and truly listen. Right. Right. Listeners, we're back, but we're back. at the moment, you're just going to have to take a back seat for a bit. <laughs> they didn't listen to last week as well. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I haven't got the strength to do another intro. So we, we actually... We did it. We've already done it. Just <laughs> we've, we, we did the podcast last week for whatever reason. I didn't save it or what, whatever happened. So yeah. we lost it. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. But in there, just trust us that we gave you some more background info. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're wondering, wait, I don't understand that reference, it's just because you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just didn't get it, right? Let's just go with yeah. that option, which is, yeah. like, it happens most of the time yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so, like, I've been playing more music in lockdown and all that crap, and I've got this new sound box, which the listeners are obviously hearing right now yeah. as well. Explain to the folks at home what a sound box is. <laughs> yeah, so a sound box <laughs> is where we talk into a microphone that goes into a box, exactly of which right. sound happens, <laughs> yeah. and then it, it gets distributed to my computer. Uh, 100% it does. And sometimes it doesn't, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like right. We don't ask the questions. Nah. That's the sound boxes, nah. you know? Wait, should we test this now quickly? Nah, fuck no, that. no, I have yeah, faith yeah. because I can see the waves are actually moving. I thought we could see the wave anyway. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think what actually happened was that I saved it when we pressed pause and you went to the bathroom. Oh, so I didn't remember not saving it. And then, funnily enough, the only time a computer's ever crashed, it happened like that night or the next day. Oh, so it's, it's you know it's on me, but whatever. Uh, funny old game. Yeah, it is a funny old game. Um, anyway, I got the soundbox, and uh, I was playing this song. Which I was like, I was going to show you, but I actually, I hate it. I hate it too much now. Purely because I found out you can, pl- I can plug my guitar into this sound box. Both. And, um, no, it's just a regular guitar, but <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> anyway, and it turns out I was, I was trying to put piano over it too. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't fucking do it. And I was like, why does nothing sound good? And then yeah. I realized that I think one or two of the strings in the guitar were out of tune. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like relatively, it actually sounds okay. Right, because... It's tuned to itself. It's tuned to itself. I mean, like, you know, the ratios aren't exactly right, but for some reason, it still yeah. sounds good. It's just mean. like a sitar instead of a guitar. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, but, like, some musicians, funnily enough, do that. Like, Mark Knopfler, or Knopfler, whatever his name is, from Dire Straits, um, Romeo and Juliet, he tuned the guitar in a way, then he can't remember how he tuned it. Or, like, no one... Or either that, or no one has been able to actually like, replicate his tuning for that. Oh, that's great. So, no one can play it. Like, you know, exactly like... Many people are extremely close, but, but yeah. Yeah, apparently no one can actually do it exactly like him. So, as in, like, he, can, he, he himself can also never recreate it. Yeah. Just that Potentially. one. Potentially. Either he knows and he's not telling anyone, or... or But the most part is no one really knows. I can hear the song in my head. This would be a good time to, like, put it as a backing track. Yeah, exactly right. Hey, in person. we can do that if yeah. we feel motivated. Yeah, we'll probably get copyright. Anyway. I fucking don't care. Yeah, exactly right. That's just a fucking weird thing, you know, it's out of tune. Yeah. But now I'm trying to think, like, you know, because it's all on GarageBand and whatnot, you know, maybe I can go in and... Alter it. Well, 
I can't change the guitar thing because that's like just sort of like mm. this sound. It's waveforms. Yeah. But the piano is like MIDI, so like little key bits. Yeah. So I can actually like tune it by three quarters of a semitone, which I like I did because if you can see on there, there's a little uh, knob, a little wheel, mm. and that changes the pitch up and down by yeah. negative to positive semitone. That's your range. I didn't even realize it. I'm just, this is a bit of a moment. Like, there are sounds between semitones. Like, this is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sounds pretty fucked up, too. Does it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounded better, though. Yeah. Because at least it was sort of closer to the like the sound. But That's really interesting. Anyway, it's just a little side bit. If the listeners are thinking. I actually, I never thought about, you know, I wouldn't have thought of that solution, except I watched a YouTube video mm. a couple months ago from this guy. Oh, I don't know his name. He's a dweeb, but he's like really smart at music. Yeah, yeah. Um, I may have linked to a video or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, like, and anyway, his stuff's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well said. Yeah. Saves me from beeping that out in yeah, post, exactly you know. Right, yeah. Um. Anyway, but he was talking about how in his song he he plays one note, which is actually like a quarter note, a quarter tone instead, and he's you know, obsessing. I'm the best, you know. Because I put a quarter tone in my rendition of Moon River or something. Everyone's like, wow, he's a god. It's like, wow. Honestly, didn't fucking notice. But, but anyway, this is a funny bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, funny. But that's us. I mean, yeah. Music, man. I, I feel, I actually, I was thinking the other day on a bike ride. I, I just think everyone should actually try, learn music more. Mm. And this, this was actually sparked from, uh, I watched an episode of The Drum. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and I feel like every time I watch the episode of the drum, like uh, it's usually like I go to my parents' place or something, yeah, yeah. and you're there, and they always like, oh, we always watch the drum, and oh, oh, I don't no. want to disturb the you know, sort yeah, of the, yeah. the sort of private culture that they have. Yeah, at, nothing worse than someone like just coming into a house and treating it like a hotel. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it is me parents, and they should do whatever <laughs> I want. Legit, they should. <laughs> um, I'm there and it's just it's so fucking frustrating that how like it's got this pseudo idea of like an interesting channel like an interesting discussion yep. but like it's just five people that all have essentially the same opinion <laughs> or like the, or it'd be a, or it'd be a quarter semitone of difference <laughs> of an opinion you know what I mean like, oh, sport yeah, is different yeah, to exactly this right. like, right, you're, you're not actually arguing yeah. the fundamentals here yeah. like you all actually agree that on the anyway but uh, one person was talking about music and um for the background he's talking about his experience with music he said i actually learned you know i think i was in prep um my prep teacher just gave everyone a recorder and like um put numbers on their fingers and like or letters for the notes and it's mm. like you play them and that's the, the song and everyone sort of learnt by oh, that that's cool and uh, ever since then he said like i just connected with music more than more than like words or more than numbers and he's like it's not not that i you just are really connected with music yeah and that was cool and then he he's written a book recently and he's one of the chapters talks about how he thinks really everyone everyone should just try and learn instruments no matter what like like it should just be compulsory almost just to at school like just give it a crack like no matter who you are who is he is he a musician yeah he's a musician he's a british fellow um he lives in australia um and i think he conducts like one of the big operas or something like that we know his name so the folks at home can look him up no no but maybe i'll drop it in the comments or something below like nice. subscribe yeah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway um yeah but i thought it was really interesting everyone should learn an instrument and then the host of the drum funnily enough said like everyone like you know like everyone should learn as if like it's a negative like it's like it's not a uh, there's no negative to yeah. like becoming acquainted with a musical yeah. instrument or just music in general I, I can only see positives i can see that some people just won't click with it which yeah. is fine but you should walk away but 
for the chance that more people get to connect with music i mean like this i don't want to tell you it's literally only good I don't understand why you would ever be opposed to everyone learning something. Yeah, exactly right. Like, you just know that they'd be po- like pro, everyone should learn and understand, like, what... Respectful w- relationships y- are. Yeah, or, like, you know, that religion isn't... Every- or, I don't know, everyone should learn, like, you know, different genders and, like, non-binary yeah, things. It's really important. Everyone should learn this. Yeah. Australia. You know, everyone should understand that... It's not Australia Day, it's Invasion Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these things, they're more than happy to say that everyone should learn. But music, I don't know, I just thought it was really weird. Um, anyway, it's a funny bit. But yeah, I think everyone should learn music. And I actually would recommend to any listener tuning in now to, like, if you've played in the past and you've got something lying around... Get back to it. Get back to it. And even if you haven't, like, just jump on a little web piano thing or, like, just something like that and just have a crack. Even just tap, tap tap away <laughs> I, I, I don't know and I just feel like you know like this is music here like you know oh uh, yeah we're, yeah, really no, so we're riffing there exactly right, I like this the old table box <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I just think it'd be good I think it's good for everyone yeah I just feel it's you look at the amount of people that are alive and the consumption versus creation that gets done uh, like we've spoke we spoke about this it's last true, week yeah. it's like we should just we should only consume things that we ourselves have created yeah i think it's such a good concept like imagine yeah if, if i don't know how you'd even enforce it but i think we should think of a strategy to do it yeah yeah yeah. but it would be good like if, you know imagine if it, even just one week a year like anything you want to consume you must create yourself hmm. maybe not food and stuff i mean that's a big ass these days there'd be chaos in the streets <laughs> yeah. people trying to tear up roads out there in you know, george street and start <laughs> plowing fields <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. How often do people even really create themselves? I wonder. I don't know. In general, I mean, it would be interesting to just like you know they've got that thing Gogglebox, but I just sort of I'm more intrigued in just like a random selection of people just to have an understanding of what they do. I mean, that's extremely voyeuristic and a bit weird. But like, I just like to see what people do after work, like hidden cameras sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be hidden. I don't know, but like. Well, it probably does because if it's not hidden, they'll try to be, you know, like, oh, we yeah, do all yeah. this after work and we yeah. do fun things. Oh, I just want to know what you actually do. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that I go home and do cool shit. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah. Like, a lot of nights, I'll just look at the fucking wall and be like, what am I doing? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why can't I leave my house? <laughs> <laughs> it's not right, Michael. No. It's no. fucking not right. But I know what you mean, like. And it's only when you start to live with someone that you're like, oh, okay. So you think this is normal? And yeah. like, you just, you've kind of just got no frame of reference to ever know if you're abnormal or not. Yeah. I don't know. I miss <laughs> living with you when I just, like, I just felt that it was... Everything made sense. Uh, this it, made everything sense. everything was normalized and there were no sins. Yeah, that's probably a bit of a truth bomb or something for the listeners. They don't, mm. they, the last they heard that we were moving in together, life was good. <laughs> Newsflash, guys. Alex got a girlfriend and he just moved out. Yeah, I hate to think about it. And I moved, I lived in Sydney for six months. As well. Holy shit. He literally lived in Sydney for six months. Uh, I actually blocked that out. Yeah. So, like, I'd like to forget about that period of my time. Oh, wild. Now we work together as well at an undisclosed business in oh, Silicon okay. Valley, though. It's so hard to separate. Like, just unentangle ourselves no from that it's, no yeah. but I, I want the work for me to be separate from the that being oh. said we've had, had some really good moments at work 
<laughs> just fucking goofing off. We have, man. And just getting good things done, you know. 100%. Remember that time we formed that Tiger team that went directly into that Steerco? <laughs> fucking <laughs> I love reporting to a Steerco. I love a fucking Tiger team. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I don't know. For the most part, I think it's good, but I think you're right. Uh, getting untangled from my work self, I reckon. A team of tigers is just <laughs> the stupidest idea. They don't it work well yeah, together. exactly right. They're solo creatures. Uh, they're sneaky. I'm not sure I really, you know, it's like of all the animals that we'd want to like mirror and like, you know, in the workplace, I feel like someone that was a tiger would be like sort of looked upon as quite a horrible person. We're putting together a team of tigers. Stealthy creatures that try to pounce oh, when you're not man. looking. Yeah. It's like, think about why no one has tried that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, the other thing that really bugged me was when like we call everything a process flow. And I'm like, process <laughs> already has a word flow in it. Like it's a tautology. It yeah. means a series of things to yeah. say flow. Like, yeah. We are getting dangerously on the point where I don't really want to talk about what I know, 100% me too. It's too risky. Tiger teams. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of this. I love that idea yeah. of us just being like outside, outside of work, just on the street, like I'm putting together a tiger team. <laughs> Four individuals who don't work well together <laughs> pursue their own ends. That sounds like a good idea for a team. You're actually right. I mean, like you, me, Jim and Felix, like we're pretty much a tiger team. Like we're all sort of living in separate areas, <laughs> doing our own complete separate lives. Yeah, it's almost like this is not a team. Yeah, exactly right. A tiger team of sorts. <sighs> Anyway, yeah. It's that Orwellian speak, man, where, yeah. like, just, like, the words... it's an, Everything's an oxymoron because, like, we need, a, we need to find a way to say nothing. And that's actually quite difficult when mm. you're using words because they have inherent meaning. But if you put together <laughs> pairs of words that cancel out, it's genius. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> the illusion of substance. Uh, I was speaking to... I met a new person, like, a couple of weeks ago on oh yeah. Hinge, right? Oh, yeah, here we go. But a part of that, right, was just she was telling me that her dad used to like worked overseas and whatnot and then came back to Australia and mm. said that more than anywhere else that he's worked like you know in America the UK and like yeah. the Middle East and stuff said that like the the type the the amount we use just what I've lost for words now but like, what's that word I mean, like fucking the, you know just the fucking jargon jargon yeah the amount of jargon we use is ridiculous and how like like how much value it holds like the mm. currency of jargon here yeah, is man. far greater than anywhere else yeah and if you don't speak the language like you're a fucking you're an outsider yeah whereas apparently you go elsewhere and like my understanding is from that that if you use jargon too much it's actually just dilutes what you're saying and you just come off like a fuck yeah anyway well I mean again you, you wonder why is Australia so bad <laughs> <laughs> the answer dear listeners each and every one of you <laughs> I hate you all can we just... I, I don't know how we bring it back in here. We're obviously going to have to edit it out and post. But do you remember that really funny bit you were doing last week where you said you killed Bailey Smith? Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, we can cut that bit out, maybe. Oh, it's just annoying. Now we've got to fucking find this bit. Remember, it's about 14 minutes. 14 minutes 30. Yeah. Um, I won't forget. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the grand final happened what the other day or what have you. The Bulldogs versus the old Demons. Mm. But it's funny because... You and I, we don't really like Bailey Smith. You more than anyone. Like, you really brought it to my attention. Like, mine was just a subconscious. I watch him play footy, and I'm looking at him like, ah, I don't really like it you. Sounds like a flog. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, not even a flog. Like, I just, I just don't like you. Yeah. I don't want to like you. And then yeah. you brought, like, you articulate it really well. So, yeah, this guy is he's really good at footy. He's good looking. He's good looking. Everyone loves him. Everyone loves him. I want to cave his head in, you know. Yeah, what I'm legit. 
Well, it was Taylor's funny, oldest time. Yeah, so someone was telling me who used to, um, whose family friend uh, was like his tutor at school. So like, sort of like his homeroom teacher, right? And um, was this saying that at this school, that was where I w- went to school, right? So, mm. you know, you have to have short hair. It was all pretty military and that's mm. in that sense. Like not, not fucked like buzz cuts, but like just have the short hair, right? Yeah. And um, oh, like, you, as you can see his hair, like it was the same as what he had at school. Yeah. As yeah. What he it has, takes right? ages to grow out. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Um, and especially for him, because like it looks like it's got quite a lot of split ends. So I think his growth really? would be some. Yeah, is that a yeah. thing? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a great plot. I'd just be funny. I just thought like we could just open up to the market a bit more to like people that are a bit more like, you know, involved in hair and beauty and stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. Get them involved. 100%. Like, do you think Bailey Smith has split ends? Voters, uh, listeners, there's a poll, you know, bottom <laughs> of the screen. Click now. <laughs> it would be great if we can get that tech involved. Yeah, it would be good, actually. <laughs> we actually should. Yeah, we'd do a menti. <laughs> it's a word cloud everyone put up three words that you think <laughs> anyway and um they said oh look Mr. Bailey Smith you know whatever you're gonna have to cut your hair oh they said it to just him, to him yeah, right? you gotta cut his hair and he's like no or just I don't know what his response was but he didn't cut his hair went on a couple more times yeah. and obviously you get asked three or four times and then they say oh, we'll just go to your parents they call up and they say look hi um, Mrs. Bailey Smith is mum but yeah. your son's hair it's just it's just too long it violates the school policy the, the, policy the rules are only rules when they apply to everyone you know everyone knows this he's yeah. he wears a uniform he's a good lad for that but he's got yeah. to get his hair he's got to fall in line 100% mum says oh, he just can't do it and you've got to understand that it's just he's trying to build his brand this is in I don't know when he was yeah. in school like before it had even been drafted yeah but man imagine that if a parent said to my like a teacher I'm sorry the excuse being my child is trying to build a brand. Yeah. Just like if you, I don't know, like if it's like, all right, my kid wants to be a TikTok star. Yeah. So they just fucking dress up in skimpy clothes and yeah. twerk all day <laughs> at school. And that would be based on like support, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's me brand. Yeah. Like how much, like I wonder how damaging it could be for someone's education or for like those around them. That, yeah. Like the brand thing would work yeah. in a day, like in, in, in these these unprecedented yeah. times, yeah, yeah. as they say. But also, like, Bailey Smith's brand is legitimate and, like, yours isn't. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to do this other thing. It's like, oh, no. You <laughs> yeah. can't do that. You can't be different. You have to fall in line. It's but like, <laughs> it's so true. It's just like, my brand is just like pretty much like the normal school brand, just with the slight variant, you know, as in the sense <laughs> that I just like having longer hair. Yeah. I just don't Fall like in line, son! <laughs> just like doing this, yeah. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. Oh, look at those waveforms. Yeah, those are some berky... Bolf, bolfy, you know. <laughs> I think I've lost my any any remnants of verbal ability that I had. Oh, without a doubt, man. Oh, really? <laughs> no, as in, I, as in, sorry. Because <laughs> my verbality yeah. has also gone down. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're talking about just general coherence of mm-hmm. like speaking. Yeah. Mine is plummeted. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, and what are those things where I'm like, I hope it's plummeted. I hope I haven't always been this yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I just don't really, I mean, I don't know, I just don't actually communicate with people in a way other than work. Mm. Like pretty much that's the only, that's yeah. like 90% of what I talk. Like I might talk with my housemate or something or, I mean, we're talking now, which is nice, but for the most part, it's it's just like very one-sided. We don't get like the extra socialization. Yeah. Fucking dogs get more socialization, socialization these days than humans I feel like you can go to like dog free park and they just go have a fun time like the dogs can be hanging out together it's a it's a free dog park yeah 
a, not a, a dog free park. We have no dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not like a free dog park. Like you don't get dogs. I don't know. Something. It's a dog park with free entry. 100%. There you go. I don't know what my point was there, but... Well, I think that was the point, that we lost our fucking verbal coherence. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just sort of trailed off and we couldn't figure oh, out... Oh, look, you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But what makes you think you've lost your verbal coherence? I don't know. Like, I just I just feel like I, I don't really interact with people, like, using my words in, in anything close to a genuine way anymore or if it is it's like only with three specific people yeah and I, th- I think that's th- I only just sorted this in but I think like yeah it's it's there's no diversity of where I'm using my language mm. so it's work and I just talk the same at work all the time yeah. or it's with like the few people that I hang out on a regular yeah. basis or talk to so like there's nothing really to challenge or change the way I talk or for me to actually think about how I'm talking and adjust it for, for whatever the purpose is yeah as a chameleon, I need to be put in situations where I can actually change my colors, you know? Otherwise, I'll, I'll lose the ability. Yeah, it's the message of Rango. There, well are, there, there are limits to how you can define yourself in isolation. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. paradoxically, you as an individual are defined by how you interact with your surrounds. Based. I mean, it's a genius movie. I didn't... Oh, fuck, I'm going to really lose my coherence here. Just go for it. But, like... We can put auto-tune on. Imagine like an intelligence version or like a coherent yeah. version of auto-tune just fucking makes you sound like... Like, I feel like in many ways... Sorry, I'm just sidetracked yeah. this. It's only no. a small bi- like little bypass. That's all good. But like in many ways, I feel like I'll say something which isn't particularly coherent and mm-hmm. then you'll just sort of like... You're like the Google Translate for, for what I was trying to say. Yeah, and I feel like I always give you the credit and like... And, no, and, and I'm right too because it. like you, you fucking... You said it, man. You know, and then no, I was just like, yeah, it's man. like what you said and you hear it's this and you say, yeah, 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 yeah. But like... You know, you do the same for me in certain respects when you're like... I've never done it. You know, it's like how you should send that email without fucking caps or bold. Truthfully, I'm, feel, I'm feeling like this is a bit hit and miss, this one. Yeah, I wish you not, I'm not... I don't mind it so much. Okay, fair call, fair call. I mean, honestly, at the very least, like, let's just take the wins like it's recording. <laughs> you know, we've gotten 20 minutes in. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just... It's felt like, I don't know, it's felt relatively comfortable. Yeah. and the, Yeah. It's true. People people got something to listen to. What's this... um? The risk of getting dangerously close to work. What's this little project thing you've got in the background there? Oh, that's uh, Garage Band. Oh, okay. Empty, empty project. Oh. Been playing a lot of Garage Band. Garage Band, it's just so good. <coughs> yeah, it's just, just a little thing you can get going on. Also, this background photo, I love it so much. And like, if this, this is when the screen really mm. comes alive. Yeah, I was going to comment on it, but I was like, I've seen this one a bunch of times. So I didn't want to comment on it because I feel like I comment on it every time. But it's really nice every time. I just get the vibe of like the Last Supper, like Da Vinci's Last Supper. Mm. And like, so for example, this is a panorama shot. So when you take a number of photos and, you mm. st- and it stitches together. And I thought it was such a brilliant way to take a family photo sitting in a circular manner. Mm. Like, because it, I don't know. I just, I, I, it just worked so well. I feel like, is there a little bit of a glitch in this? Yeah. Panorama tech there. That's all good. It's out of focus anyway. In the oh, no. oh no, that's 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 oh my no. cousin. She's horribly deformed <laughs> after yeah. a tragic car Jesus. accident. Oh no! <laughs> you wish you didn't say that, you jerk. I still don't know if that's true or not. No, no, no she's alright. Okay, thank she's God. pulled through. Was she in a? <laughs> no, she wasn't. But she could be. So what's your tongue? <laughs> this could date very poorly. That would be that would be very awkward. Oh, but you were saying something about Rango. 
such a great movie. Yeah. And you didn't want to sound incoherent. Yeah, I feel like I've made I've made the point yeah. before, like to someone in just an actual conversation. Mm. To the listeners at home, like you if you watch yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch Rango and like you get it, like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. And that's <laughs> the other thing that's like made my verbal coherence worse is that you know I sort of start explaining something like ah I can't really be fucked if, if you don't agree with me you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's exhausting, you know. Yeah. Like I, I fucking, I really fucking went off went off the fucking chain last night about like this my system for washing dishes <laughs> don't you understand like everything in my life is systematized and if i tell you to do something it's for good reason so yeah. you don't ask questions and you do it and then maybe after 10 years of doing it you will see the true genius of my system 100 percent. and honestly like maybe this is one of those things where you actually should like draw up a nice process flow <laughs> I, I legit did start drawing, drawing a diagram and i'm like it's a critical path like look here this is why I, it doesn't matter here because you know like these things can just be done in the background while this thing is done here 100%. but here everything is time critical so that's why and then i got real i got real fucking <laughs> schizophrenic real schizo yeah uh, maybe, maybe don't fucking hit all the noisy things oh, for yeah, our listeners. Oh, yeah, i remember that from last time that's right. That one actually kind of worked because it was making a point. Yeah, it was actually. And we can boost the point technology. No, best. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, you and I, I feel like we're um, everything, like we think in a particular way, maybe like it's different mm. between the both of us, but like it's just in general systems thinking mm. and doesn't like turn off. It's not like I don't think about a glass of milk like a system. <laughs> like <laughs> I do. I mean, <laughs> no, how can I optimize this? No, exactly right. Experience. That's the thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you always think about how you can optimize the system. I that picked you're up operating. this glass a particular way. I chose a particular glass. Hundred percent. Why is the glass on that shelf? How and fucking dare you question my system? <laughs> yeah. I will cave your skull. I'm worried about the amount of headspace I'm getting mm. in this glass. Am mm. I getting the 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 best milk flavor on my palate? Is my nose getting enough airflow oh to to God. smell? The fats from the milk. But it's just as easy to do it badly as it is to do it well. And like <laughs> yeah. the absence of a system is also kind of a system. Yeah. Because you should revert that, to auto mode. Yeah. And then like, you know, you won't realize it, but you will actually, you know, an intelligent observer will be like, this is the system. This is how you do it. And you, you don't realize. Yeah. It's like you can't replicate true randomness. Yeah. Do exactly you know what I mean? Right. It ends up being a normal distribution or a distribution that can be described like a particular way, uniform distribution or whatever. It's very hard to generate true randomness. hundred percent. So no, I think you're right. Especially, and I think it's a good point. Like when you're actually trying to <laughs> like, when you are thinking autistically about mm. like systemizing everything mm. and, and like there's so much detail, it's really hard to join all the individual systems together. Whereas if you don't think about it at all, you inherently just create, at the very least, one big coherent system, albeit it might not be the most efficient or whatever, at, at a, like a micro scale, but overall things seem to work pretty well. Whereas I feel like sometimes you know, I'll focus so much on this system mm. and I'm like, ah, damn, this does not compute with the other. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just like I've, I've optimized the milk pouring thing, mm. but like my glass technology is, is really failing me here. And then I'll go to the glass mm. and like, well, now the milk doesn't work. Yeah. What do you know? The bench is ruined. But most of the time it's like an end, it's like, it's a, it's a bookended problem, yeah. right? Like you can just fix how one system flows into the other. Yeah. So the middle part is still good. You just potentially, but I mean, I feel like some systems are like the bookend. inherently incompatible. So it seems like you using you, you can't just change the bookend and like the the connector. Like you can't just like snip off the end of the mm. wire and just say I'm gonna put an HDMI cable yeah, instead yeah. of this power outlet. 
Like it doesn't really work like that with something. I mean, with some things you're right. Like it could just be a matter of like, oh, I'm just going to do this and then it fits in better. But like there is a a backflow on effects. Like, okay, I've got to move back and change this. So that actually flows in properly to that that bookend. It's a nice analogy you used of snipping off a wire. That was good. I like that. I I was thinking more of like picture, (laughs) this is very esoteric, but like puzzle, I was thinking like puzzle pieces. Mm. And you know, I've got the picture that I want on Mm. one puzzle piece and also the adjoining picture on another. Mm. The pictorially it matches up but just geometrically the little bit doesn't go into the other bit yeah i'm like okay we can just sand that bit yeah and just we'll we'll just optimize it at the edges that's that's where the work is now required yeah the actual bulk of the system is good (laughs) (laughs) yeah for a lot of things it would be good what do you think of this system this system? I'll, I'll explain this <laughs> system. Uh, Michael, you puny brain. Obviously, we're in this system right now. I don't have to explain it to you. I don't even have to explain it to me. I get it, of course, but perhaps <laughs> to the listeners who are not, not aware of what system we're in. 100%. So, like, all right, here's the system. Cooking dinner. Okay. So, it's mostly a solo job. Yep. Because, like, critical pass. Like, something goes in the oven for, say, an hour and a half. Hmm. So then there are other tasks that need to be doing done, like A1, mm. you know, B, C, D, mm-hmm. whatever, what have you. Those can be done in parallel yep. while the main task, the critical path, the thing is in the oven. Yep. And that's why that's the part. It's like, well, the thing that's going to determine how long dinner takes is what time, say, the piece of meat goes in the oven. Mm. Because that's a critical path, not yep. when I start making the salad. Because Yeah. And, and if you dice the capsicum mm. before the onions, it's yeah, like, well, you're dicing for quite a while. You've got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then after say the meat comes out then it becomes time critical right because now the new there's a new critical path like mm. a, a new component where it's like oh all right now dinner is going to be dependent on how long it takes to plate up and this is where it also becomes like a decreasing function like i think food quality like kind of like tapers off quite steeply you know what i mean i'm like i, I like to plate up while it's still hot let's get everything out yeah there. okay so like right at the end i'm always like it's a bit of a rush it's a bit mm. of a hot house like, yeah we need everything working right at that time yeah so then I always like call someone in for that period. Yeah. We nail that. Sometimes it gets a little tense. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I have a fidelity, a certain dedication to excellence around preparing a very mediocre home-cooked meal. <laughs> yeah. And if I yell, if I hit you, <laughs> it's all part of the system. Yeah, Don't what? question the system. No, and then after dinner, like I'm just like, I just think you pack up together because that's like yeah. those tasks are like entirely parallel yeah. and I don't think anything's gained by one person doing it and another person not doing it 100% because then you're like well how do you decide who does it and who and who won't it's like yeah. oh it's just whoever feels like it at the time yeah. like, don't you think like that will trend to yeah. one particular way yeah just and the then, general depressed yeah. person will exactly never do right. anything yeah exactly right <laughs> so I'm, and it's just like I like not only does it reduce the time so you know how like if two people are working on something mm. and let's say the task is a 30 minute task and if two people can work on it and make it a 10 minute task each you know because sometimes it becomes more than the sum of its parts right mm. like if one person can like hold something while another person can do things like so there's that aspect and then it's like oh, and then it just kind of elevates the utility of the task mm. or like the enjoyment that i get from the task because i'm like if i'm doing if i'm cleaning up by myself i find this is a little bit of a depressing experience yeah you do it together yeah it's kind of fun yeah so anyway it's I like the uh, the articulation of the system. And mm. I think one of the things behind that and like is the fluctuating currency of time. So wow, well said. Thanks, man. So like, for example, 
spot on with mm. like like getting the thing like the, mm. the main thing that's going to determine you said it, the critical part mm. of when you're going to eat is when mm. you get that like that oven bit in yeah. right because it's going to take 40 minutes this time oh my god sorry go on yeah doesn't end right when you get to the end right this time matters 10 times as much yeah exactly right because that's the thing yeah. right because at that point the only thing that uh, time is going to affect is mm. when you eat right yeah it won't affect the quality mm. right in that last 10 minutes every minute mm. has a it's growing, a decay, yeah, decay exactly, function exactly right it's yeah. a decay function that's why it's critical and at this point now you're actually affecting the quality of the meal not mm. only when you're eating exactly right and that's when you've got to pump in the resources exactly. <laughs> and this means four or five people simultaneously exactly working right. in harmony so be it yeah. but that's yeah. how it works and look if a couple of people yeah. lose some fingers so that's fine but that's <laughs> just right. how it works part yeah. of the system <laughs> I've become very very dictatorial mm. and very like you know, it's like those things where like different, you know, different systems of governance work well at certain times. Yeah. It's like, you know, the, the inherent cost of living in a democracy is like, you're not quite as agile. You're not quite yeah, as exactly. able to respond to threats. Yeah, exactly the right. benefits are you generally have freedom. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, for in, the most part. But in that instance, that 10 minutes, yeah. it's like I'm asking you all to submit to the ancien regime mm. and... Just do what I fucking say. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. what I fucking say yeah. or I will skits the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so true though because, but like they all benefit as well because mm. the meal is deteriorating for them. Mm. Unless you put in people <laughs> that aren't going to be eating. Right. That's what I say. Which is fair enough. <laughs> but, but like, then when you go to the cooking thing as well, the time currency comes in again mm. because it's like sometimes someone is going to be on the couch, right? And it's like, it'll take me... Mm. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> like, it's yeah. what you'd have to yeah. pay me yeah. to to spend that yeah. ten minutes. Like yeah. that ten minutes, you, I can't explain how mm. difficult that'll be. Mm. And I think in an agile society, mm. as you sort of said, like yeah, you could go up there mm. and it makes sense that whoever's like more willing and able to give up their time would do so because ten minutes to to me at that point in time might not be ten minutes to you. It might mm. actually feel like fucking four weeks. Yeah, and, and if we're a true partnership, we should be always trying to optimize the joint utility. Exactly right. There is no me, there is no you, mm. there is only us. Yeah. But but I, I And if I hit you, it hurts me more. <laughs> and you're making me do this. <laughs> I'm doing it for your own good, as you said, Michael. They will enjoy the meal more. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a helicopter <laughs> above. <laughs> but like here's like this is I feel like this is a fallacy that everyone falls for is they think you know all my friends like me so i must be like a good person yeah, or like yeah. any anyone who's stuck around yeah. me for long enough to to get to know me mm. realizes that i'm good i'm like so that mean must mean i'm i'm good at the core and i'm like mm. well it doesn't necessarily like it's just a survivorship bias right the people who have stuck around are the people who are likely to tolerate you or whatever mm. or like get along with you it doesn't necessarily mean you're, it's just it's a, it's a survivorship problem like yeah so but in my head i'm like from my sample size because i'm like you know, a lot of people haven't got me. And then in the end, they've been like, no, 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 only one person has gone with me the entire journey. And it's you, Michael. And you say, Alex, I'm so glad that you you beat me out of my old ways. <laughs> and, like, and so I'm like, so like, you know, and that's the thing. Right? You're like, you, you don't actually know that's true because like that's only ever happened with one person. I'm like, yeah, but I'm one from one. <laughs> of the people who have gone the distance with me on this journey, yeah, they are thankful. <laughs> I have to tell you, yeah. It was a wonderful French onion soup. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is funny though, but like, yeah, like, fuck. There are some things that I'm wrong on, I'm not going to lie, but there are other things that I'm like, I've thought about this and this is the way to do it. Yeah. 
there's the actual thing of like the cost of the way you go about things though. Mm. So for example, I'm going to bring up this thing because you came in and in in the perfect world, mm. I always just want mics on all the time. Yeah, right? yeah. Because like when you say it again, like you don't get the same reaction. It's just like, I just, I, there's nothing better than when it's just so authentic and raw. Mm. You Sudden know? as the wind. Exactly mm. right. And I think it gives them a better experience, a more voyeuristic thing. Like it's mm. just, it's happening right now. Yeah. Voyeuristic twice. Anyway, um, that's okay, man. It's a good word to use. Nah, we live in a voyeuristic age. Yeah, maybe. But um, you came in and were talking about something you saw in the infrastructure report, like 20, oh, yeah, 2025 yeah. to 2040 yeah. or something. Um, I mean, it actually just run me through because I've literally forgotten what it was about. Something about trams. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was reading the infrastructure report 2021 to 2050, like, you know, released by Infrastructure Victoria, yeah. the vision for the next 30 years. Yeah. And, you know, just picking out random things. And I read something about that one of their recommendations is to abolish the free tram zone. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I'll mm. read about that. Because, you know, background of COVID, cities in decline, mm. cities are ghost towns. How are we going to rejuvenate our cities, make them mm. engines of commerce and culture, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and I thought free tram zone normally a pretty good thing. Uh, and it said, we're going to abolish a free tram zone because it makes trams slower mm. and reduces the speed of things, amongst other things. And that particular statement didn't have a citation, whereas mm. the other things did about, I don't know, the percentage of crashes that happened in the free trams and mm. blah, blah, blah. It was all BS anyway, but this one didn't have a citation. Mm. And so I emailed infrastructure, inquiries at infrastructure.vic.gov.au, get on them. And I said, oh, that's, I noticed this thing that said that trams are slower because of the free tram zone mm. and didn't have a citation. W- where'd you get it? it was, you know, and I said, it's on page so-and-so of the report. Mm. And here's the quote. They got back to me in like two or three hours, which I thought was pretty good. Mm. And it was a really professional 100%. response. Yeah. And they said, <coughs> thanks for taking the time and interest to read, blah, blah, blah. Um, this particular thing was sourced from these two papers and here and here and page here and page here. And so then I read those two and one of them was uh, a parliamentary, was, was like a department of transport thing. Mm. And one of them was a Yarra Trams like recommendation and they're owned by keyless downer like yep. a, a private company yeah um so again one of those things where like he's like well it's state you know it's state-funded public transport but it's run by a private operator and it's a ppp public private partnership these are these are so optimal and the parliamentary report acknowledged that though yarra trams said that you know the free trams the free trams don't slow down trams by the department of transport's own calculations which use a different method they found no effect on average speed of trams. So then I read the Yarra Trams report and yeah, it said free tram zone slows down trams, source Yarra, Yarra Trams internal report 2015. And that was it. And so then I emailed back and I said, so I'm just curious as to why the Department of Transport's own calculation and recommendation was ignored in favour of a private company's recommendation when they obviously have a profit motive to mm. abolish the free tram zone and use to shape victoria's infrastructure strategy for the next 30 years mm. i feel like the people have been compromised and the well-being the commonwealth of all citizens of melbourne has been traded off for some uh, private interests yeah please respond yeah but it was a long day and i was quite <laughs> schizophrenic by then so it was caps and bold and i was saying things about you know, decay of society, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But no response. So, yeah. So, this is actually because now I've, I want to tie this back to the the uh, cooking thing that you talked about. When I skits out. Yeah, mm. because like, 
the thing is, when you explained that to me, I was blown away because I was like, wow, that's, mm. first of all, great pickup in, in the report. Mm. Second of all, you just went and sent an email right. and they got a response really quickly. Mm. I'm like, wow, fucking great work. Yeah. Then you explained their, you know, your take on mm. it and I was like, this is brilliant. Yeah, so investigative, like, yeah. you know, investigative journalism almost. <laughs> and then you told me how you went full schizo on it. <laughs> and then my sort of response is like, you do all this great work. You're so close. But like, but like the actual outcome of the end, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happens. Hey, maybe you might get a brilliant response. We mm. don't know. But anyway, just in general, I thought, look, mm. I would have done it differently. And I think this is when it comes into like when two systems actually overlap mm. and if you focus too much on one. So for example, when you're focusing on the cooking system that you've outlined and the mm. importance of that last 10 minutes and how mm. sometimes look, if you get a bit of bruising here and there, it's mm. subject of the meal being better. Yeah. But the overlapping system is just people's overall enjoyment yeah. of that dinner and that situation. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe you bust a few noses yeah. and stuff like that. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. the meal might be the best it's ever mm. going to be. You mm. got the best out of it. Mm. But people are bloodied, bruised, they're <laughs> weeping, and they just want to leave. And it's potentially the worst night of their life. So well I think, like, And that's sort of what I'm talking about. Like, You can't just mm. sand mm. like yeah, one just puzzle piece because it, it's sort of like, yeah, you sanded that. Mm. But a like, butterfly you know, flaps its wings and, you know. No, I don't. I'm sorry. No, I just, I just don't know. <laughs> like, like chaos theory, a small change, you know, in, in one part of a system, oh. it, it gets magnified through each, gotcha. through yeah, each yeah, yeah. lens, yeah. if you will. But I do take your point, and my rebuttal to that is, I actually get a, and this is where I differ from other people. Yeah, I get a high degree of enjoyment and fulfillment from the like the outcome, yeah. the activity itself. Yeah. Like, really, for me, you know, you're saying it's it's to have a nice dinner. Mm. That is not my goal. Yeah, that's fine. I have no, no, I have no interest in having a nice time, Michael. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to win. And I'm a winner. I get that. I get that. Yeah, but like, that's sort of like everyone's got their own system that they're living through. You know yeah, what I mean? And you just only care about yours. They're wrong, fine. and I'm a schizo. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. And I think that all the time. Like afterwards, I'm like, fuck. Like, why did I get was so it hung worth up it? on that point? Yeah, I know, man. Now I've got to fucking get the bleach out. I'm staying the floors. Exactly right. Mickey, Mickey, bring the station wagon around. Help me something. What are these rugs for? Uh, it's funny how we sort of swap, we swap roles in some regards. Like now you've got a wagon. Yeah, hundred percent. We've swapped in a lot of ways, and yeah, and I think this is like something something beautiful and tragic about a friendship like this is two people envious of each other, mm. and like town mouse, country mouse. I don't know how you want to cut it. It's a tale as old as time. Prince and the pauper. Any trading places story is like, you know. Two, so two, two people are envious of each other yeah. or like and it's, even that itself is a, is a like a, a zoomed up version of the grass is greener mm. and like I think we're goofing about having having jobs like I just daydream about a job at the post office <laughs> just sorting mail like the world's <laughs> most menial job yeah I'm <laughs> so sure there are people at the post office like I just love to work at a startup. <laughs> what do you mean you got it all here man you put you get the mail you put the mail <laughs> It's funny. I wonder, like, because I feel like you know we started when we first met each other, like properly, and we started hanging out. Mm. Pardon me, a little burp. That's oh, okay. We we'll fix that in post. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, perhaps that was the purest form of Michael Fells, mm. and that was the purest form of Alex Spencer. And now we're both like now. If that's a time, like, there's mm. a, a like a line, yes, yes, of being between you and I, like mm. a straight taut line. Yes. And we're now like both moving along it because I, I look up to you and mm. you're my hero. <laughs> like I just want to be like you. And yet I look up to you. 
How can that be so? Exactly right. And I feel like we're both heading towards each other. This is a good graphic. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to describe it. Michael's got his two index fingers in front of his face and they're about shoulder width apart, but now they're coming together very slowly. Exactly right, because they're traveling on the... It's like a train line, right? Yes. And they're coming together and now and I'm the two trains will <laughs> collide and only good things will happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but wait, it's a double track. Because oh, here's the thing, because I think like... I don't know what point we are on this thing, but what I'm, my, my main point is that what happens if we literally just essentially become, I just become what Alex was when I met him, mm. my, my, my end goal, mm, and wow. you become me when you met me. Yeah. Will I like you when you are like me? Oh, wow. And Holy will shit, you like so me when I am like you? We must, surely. Because at the moment, I feel like we're, if I don't, I don't um, know, yeah, I don't know, but I feel uh, like yes. we're, I've, I've traveled pretty far uh, towards yes. Alex in a lot of ways. Uh, yes, and this, and because, like, if we entirely swap places, of course we'll be friends. Yeah, like that makes sense because then it's just the same thing. Yeah, but um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing the finger thing too, <laughs> and like they start out, it's kind of like picture this, like so if there's a hole through the middle of the earth, yeah, and I fall through the middle of the earth, what yeah. happens? No, if you sink, you sort of go down, and then oh no, wait, wait a second, exactly, gravity's going up. the other way now. And then, then ladies and gentlemen, now I'm doing one index finger moving up and down and up and down. The oscillations now are getting it's closer, yeah. smaller and smaller, and, the and then it's on a point. Yeah, and that's I think that's the thing where I guess we probably just end up being the same person uh, around about the time we die, and I think that's when we probably <laughs> hate each other most. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> when the distances are greater, I yeah. think um, it's also like that riddle like. So I have, you know, a, a liter of orange juice and a liter of milk. Mm. I take a teaspoon of the orange juice and mix it into the milk. Mm. Then I take a teaspoon of that mixture and put it into the orange juice. Mm. Is there more orange juice in the milk or more milk in the orange juice? Yeah. I mean, I, who are you saying? I don't fucking know. But yeah, <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm not drinking either of them. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. I'll get a pen and paper out and work it out. Um. Funnily enough, right, I uh, I remember watching something where um, there's about laminar flow. Oh, yeah. And wanted to know, like, you know, you stir in milk into your coffee. Can you unstir it if you stir it in the exact way so the turbulence or whatever would actually sort of un- undo? Now, you can't if it's turbulent flow. So when you actually put mm. it through and you get little vortices and, mm. and all those sort of things uh, in, in your cup, it's, it's literally practically impossible to undo that because it's just too random. But if the liquid is, for example, like thick enough and there's like the right amount of friction on the side of the cup and the way in which you stir it is consistent, you actually can unstir two different liquids from each other and, and, and it'll, it'll go back to its current point. So, for example, you'd stir it through and you'd have a swirl. Mm. And in this example that he showed on, on the show, this is Richard Hammond doing some science thing where mm. he shows like how, how like the most manual things are how a straw is the same as the twin towers uh, or something and you just like <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out it's just like it's yeah not, like they use suction similar. in yeah. like for fucking yeah. for pipes and the, and the start of the you're like how are they going to show that these things are similar yeah, so, and oh, then at the end you're like not. oh it's actually not similar at all <laughs> yeah, you conned exactly. me again you Richard son, Hammond yeah you son of a bitch but I can't exactly wait for next week right. when you do it all again <laughs> and show me how my hat is, is the same as a Formula 1 car <laughs> <laughs> but it was really it was a very viscous liquid yeah but yeah lo and behold it was actually pretty sweet because it, it showed you how you could literally unstir a liquid but I'm picturing them as essentially not mixed like like if you think of it as like a colour blend because I'm yeah. picturing like coffee and yeah. so it takes you know you start with a dark brown and a white mm. and then it takes a colour that's in the middle of yeah. those two things yeah but it's not like that right no. it would just be like sort of like lines of mm. the thing like folds like you know like when you make a I can't think of something that's like multi-colored, a swirl, a swirl yeah. of something, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, if you if you've ever put like, you know, 
like a coffee in a clear cup, you can sort of see the way the milk disperses like a cloud. Oh, yeah. Right, so it's like that. But that's like that chaotic, uh, uh, turbulent Brownian flow. Brownian like Everywhere. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And undoing that's like practically, it's like impossible. Yeah. But if it's a laminar flow, I mean, and it's just consistent. Oh, this is interesting. Randomness then, and orders. And then system. all of a sudden, it can actually be undone. Mm. So it, you're right. It never actually fully disperses. Mm. I mean, I'm sure you get to a point where you stir it enough and you can't undo it. But yeah, when, when, when it's just like that, yeah, you can unstir it. And the, the connection, if you were wondering, was... I don't know what his actual connections were. Oh, that's right. So, it was for some Abu Dhabi building and... um, Like wind or something? No, no, no. So... Oh, I blindly... Water. Was it a fountain? Was yeah, a I, fountain? Think, I think it had to do with their fountain. A laminar water fountain and like looks really cool. Yeah, exactly right. And like, you know, it's a really cool display where it shoots a laminar water. It's like, oh my God, it looks like, it looks a, like bit glass, glass, yeah. a bit of glass, a bit of solid glass. Yeah. And I was sort yeah. of explaining Not that, that and, and how they invented laminar, f- uh, how laminar flow nozzles um, pretty much sort of allowed skyscrapers to actually grow taller and taller in like the, I don't know, early 20th century and stuff, purely because it meant that the firefighters could actually get their... Oh, um, they could shoot it up. They could shoot it up. Because one of the problems was they, like, oh. in, in like the States, for example, at the time, in a couple of States, like Chicago or some yeah. shit. I'm saying Chicago probably because Chicago fires in my 100%. brain. <laughs> we love it. Jesse, we love you. Please give us money. <laughs> <laughs> and um, actually, that's what a diagnosis for my chest pains, to be honest. It's Taylor Tavies now. And, um, oh, someone's knocking outside. Um, it's not the guy. Fix that in post. Yeah. I've lost my train of thought. Chicago. Oh, yeah, basically. Yeah, buildings so the, and the, laminar the, flow. The restrictions that they had on building height was actually because they couldn't put fires out when they got too high. Then they invented laminar flow nozzles and all of a sudden they can get it way higher mm, and they're more comfortable. And they came up with other other methods of, of putting out fires oh, in called tall buildings. And funnily enough, this is the, like when you sort of wonder why are things the tallest in the world? And there's almost always like a limiting, a limiting factor, factor, right? Like with trees, like there's something to the limit of capillary action. Yeah. So they can only get so high because they've got to get the xylem and phloem up there. Exactly right. And you know, sometimes you might have like for in that case, I mean, that was actually like a policy thing where they weren't allowed to build high, but that was driven because mm. they couldn't do that. And when you think about why mountains are so big, yeah. right? The reason we have like Everest and the tallest mountains on yeah. like near the equator is, or, or at a particular latitude, mm. is because um, as you get higher and you get higher and higher and higher, yeah. the you get like glaciers or some shit, or like you get the, the top of it sort of freezes because it gets so cold, okay, right? And then that sort of just erodes and it like slides down. Like sort of like glaciers, sort of you know what I mean. I mean, imagine the top. I mean, you have to use my hands because I'm gonna. Like, is it like the rock becomes more brittle when it's frozen and kind of? Well, it's more so like if you have uh, imagine this right here and the thing's growing Should up. Should I explain it for the listeners? The well, ma- maybe you try understand it first and then you can articulate. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, okay. But like so, you know, imagine over time your your mountains yeah. growing. So yeah. now the mountains getting really tall and it's yeah. in a high altitude. And mm. over here, it's it's like really cold. So mm. as you sort of point out, that rock and everything gets joined up and like the mm. liquids and whatnot turn into like this icy thing and yeah. then that icy thing will just get to a point where it gets too heavy and it can't shears off and it, exactly right yeah, shears that's what, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I meant yeah, 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 yeah. sorry she was a word I was looking for yeah um, and then it probably just leaves like a little top little bit sticking out like that and that probably just eventually exactly right yeah. and then the process might continue whereas the mountain might be keep growing but it's going to get to that same altitude where the, the just the same so shit that's kind of why they're in warmer areas exactly right yeah that's why they're in warmer areas you know many tall 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 mountains in, in, in them cold places it's a good point. That's pretty interesting. 
Shout out to Year 11 Geography. Oh, that is interesting. I had something to say when we were talking about the limits of tall structures. I was going to make a point about the Tower of Babel. The Tower of Babel. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. You know that Bible story? No. Uh, I want to, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, I try to be a better Christian. Help me, help me. <laughs> we should fucking load up. This would be good where it's like, maybe we hit pause and load up the King Jam. No, actually, no, we fuck it. I'll just tell it off the top of my head. Yeah, 100% off the dome. So, these guys all get together, like the greatest engineers and builders from all over the, you know, whatever kingdoms, and they're trying to build a tower, like mm. the tallest structure. And they say, it's going to reach heaven itself. It's, it's going to be under the face of God. Mm. We'll, we will rise up to God. Yeah. And these people are building and building and building away and getting higher and higher and closer and closer. And then God, like, fucking puts a hex on them, you know, he does some voodoo magic. Now God, like, strikes them down and so they all speak different languages. They can't talk to each other anymore. And they can't plan and they can't build the building. Far out. And that's why at Melbourne Uni it's called Tower of Babel. The languages department is called Babel. And that's why, like... Babelfish. What's that? Oh, that's the... Oh, is it an app? Oh, no, it's in um, Hitchhiker's Guide, exactly Guide to the right. Galaxy. Yeah, thing, one yeah. of those fishes yeah, yeah. translates for you. Or like why we have the word babble. It's mm. like blah, 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 ah. blah. Yeah. Um, and also, I think it's related to Babylon because they had very impressive ancient feats of civil engineering, like the gods oh. of Babylon and stuff. But anyway, I never... It was one of those parables, one of the more challenging Christian parables that I never really understood as a kid because I'm like, you know, this god guy... He's a real jerk. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> Norm McDonald phrase. Like, because yeah. I was like, I don't quite like him much. <laughs> <laughs> the more I learn about this fella, yeah. Well, because I was kind of like, uh, like, I don't, I don't actually get it. Those people weren't doing anything wrong. Like, yeah. I understand like retribution for sin, but like these people's only sin was trying to do something well. And it's like, we're trying to be up there like God. Mm. But I think it's about like the limits because I'm like, why is pride a sin? Like, mm. why is like being proud of what you've done or wanting to yeah. do something? And I think it's because it so very easily leads to this trust in materialism. And mm. I mean, like, not materialism as like Madonna's material girl will be like buying things. Materialism and like what you see in the physical world is really all that there is. And you cease to believe in the spiritual. And that means like you think that all problems have a technical solution or science has all the answers. Mm. Um. yeah and I mean I was going to go somewhere else with that something else that was sort of pseudo profound you pick it up man no I sort of I really like that point because I think it sort of ties in with something that I've been thinking about recently mm. about like how like and I don't know if it's direct relation mm. but it's at least a, 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 like a conversa- conversation conversation yeah. the whole concept of well, we just keep growing for the sake of growing mm. you know what I mean like we keep like everything we do seemingly is just to grow more and more yeah, and that's what we should do further and for like just for the sake of because doing human it. beings have all the answers exactly human right. beings are great and like that's the thing where it's like like because you're like oh why why did god cast these people down it's like well can't you see like how easily it leads into like how it's closely aligned to say environmental causes yeah because it's like yeah we're saying that there's a limit to the goodness of human beings mm. and also like the understanding that human beings can really have Yes, yeah, legit. I think it's just understanding limits and also mm. just like doing things for the sake of doing because it's like you want to build something to, to, to be up with God. Yeah. Then what? Yeah. Like, what are you hoping? What do you think actually happens then? Mm. You don't want that. Mm. I feel like a lot of the time, I don't know, just 
people build and grow towards things that they think is just going to be better and better but it's like yeah. just for example just like a sign of success like yeah. you will do this and we, we it's such an achievement I'll chase this title or I'll buy yeah. this house and, and it's just such a fruitless what's the achievement actually yeah. done for you I mean like I, I honestly just feel like I mean most of every, most businesses and everything that sort of exists are sort of mm. by some means and it sort of makes sense not really a hot take or anything yeah. but it's just trying to support like the people that exist on this planet and the more we grow and we're growing so quickly and whatnot mm. that just all of a sudden like everything we do when we're working so hard and everyone's just getting burnt out just to support more people and the fact that we yeah. just have to keep growing it's just like grow and grow and we need to support that growth so let's grow more and grow harder it's like why why where does we, it end well yeah exactly for a second um but i actually that it's funny because i do remember that parable now because mm. I remember when I was in uh, St. Brendan's, we used to do that thing. What was it called? Children's, children's Liturgy. liturgy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, yeah. And I actually got a depressing story about Children's Liturgy. And it's not about anyone getting <laughs> diddled. It's much worse <laughs> than that. And I actually remember the, the, funnily enough, the parable afterwards far more. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which is, is why, because why did he came the first time? the parable afterwards Because <laughs> the one after it actually talks about how the building was similar to a sandal. <laughs> What? Is this a real thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it straight, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's really funny. I wish I could have executed it better. But yeah, it's like, you know. It's <laughs> oh, I've been thinking of that for so long. That's really funny. Those Babylonians should have watched Richard Hammond's engineering connection. 100%. Because it's like all out. It's so it's so layered, man. Because that's how all parables are. Like you know, Jesus is like the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. <laughs> yeah. Richard Hammond is like the Tower of Babel is like a straw. What? Uh, everything is like everything else. Kind of reminds me. This is why I brought um, uh, Aesop's yeah. Fables with me because this this edition, which I was looking for for ages, mm. and much like the Aesop's Fable itself about the man searching for a for his hat and it's mm. on his head. I think that's a fable. Um, is like I was looking for it and I was right under my nose I actually had it all the whole time but there's something there about like because it's got a, a foreword an essay by G.K. Chesterton who is a very good essayist um, I also read a New Yorker thing like a, year, a few years ago about an essay on how the essay is like the masterly form and I was like we are too far down the rabbit hole now I can't follow it anymore yeah. I'll write an essay about that essay <laughs> later um, but yeah like getting to the essence of truth man yeah Fables, parables. People don't question enough. And I'm not, that's, yeah, it's as simple as that. Mm. Everyone should. I should question more. Because mm. I, <laughs> I often get caught in that thing where I'm like, everyone's so fucking dumb. I'm like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> what, what about me? <laughs> yeah. I'm everyone. Yeah, exactly right. I do think there's like, the most powerful phrase is, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Yeah, 100%. It's just so, like, just think of, like Emperor's New Clothes, mm. there's your great fable. Think of that scene in Big with Tom Hanks yeah. where he's a kid in a child's body and he's at this business meeting and they're presenting about this toy and he's like, I don't get it. Yeah. And then the guy's like, what don't you get? And he's showing him the graphs and yeah. charts. He's like, how do I play with it? Yeah. This isn't fun. Yeah. And like, yeah, like if you say that, like think of it as like as a risk or like a gambit. The, what you're losing is people might think you're a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Like why doesn't this guy understand it? What you're gaining is is exposing the so-called expert yep. as an actual idiot. Yeah. As a fraud. A, a fraud. An emperor wearing no clothes. Exactly right. You say this emperor. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's... I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just something I want to say more. I'm sorry. I don't understand it. 100%. It's a courageous act. Mm. You're going against the crowd. 
Mm. You're going against, especially now, the grandmasters, the mm. the high priests, the experts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like to 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 call out them, I feel like is yeah. Especially, it gets harder and harder the more and more you've been in the system, because you don't. The, the more you believe in them, yeah. Like the more you condition, it's why in the emperor's yeah. you've got, it's a kid that says something. Yeah. Everyone else is just like, oh, I don't, I must not get it. I'm yeah. the idiot here. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Yeah, one, you're conditioned, and two, your fortune is directly tied to, you know, believing in the myth. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit like an Aesop's fable here, Good where point. it's like, I forget where I was going with this. No, but I Oh, yeah, no, it's like, yeah, yeah, there's this, like, a thing where, like, you know, a guy's dragged before a king, and, like, you know, one, one guy's a liar, and he just tells him a lie about how great his kingdom is. Yeah. And this guy's like, oh, seeing how well rewarded he was for his lie, he's like, I must be very well rewarded if I tell the truth. Yeah. And of course he's not. He's dragged <laughs> off and beaten to death. <laughs> the moral of the story is just fucking lie your way through it, collect your little... Oh, actually, no. We all sort of know. True listeners would know where that was going. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was going to, I don't pay tax. I don't believe in it. <laughs> Report me. Go on, man. No, I, I do. I do the best I can with my tax return. You're a very diligent taxpayer. Mm. You are yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You are. I'm. It's. I'm like fucking little. As I've said a million times, I'm like Terry in Soul. I'm just like. A, I'm a good little bean counter. Yeah. Exceptional bean counter. Uh, male sorter. <laughs> <laughs> the most brilliant we've ever had. It's completely right. Like. <sighs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, we've knocked up an hour. Yeah, I want to say a few more things. Like, I feel, feel, feel like it's a good John Steinbeck. Like, no, nah, not even John Steinbeck. Like, I just read it somewhere. Like, there's like always a mentality, like, nowadays, particularly like, it's a bit of an Americanism, like, that your intelligence is sort of your your net wealth is like a reflection of your intelligence. Hmm. And, you know, it's like, if you're so smart, like, how come you're not rich? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, and that's like, I feel like amongst our friend circle, that's sort of like what it is. It's like mm. money is a game that yeah. everyone's playing. And everyone c- can play, so mm. you should be good at it if you're if you're actually smart. Mm. Whereas really, I'm like, fuck, we've just all forgotten about like the broke artist, the philosopher, like slaves, like Aesop was himself, and it's just like, it's just, it's just you know, that's that thing though. When I think like, we always say to people, I, I get frustrated mm. when I'm like, no, but can't you see what this leads to? Yeah. Any smart person would look at like an actual smart person would look at the game of money and say, but where does this end? How yeah. does this end? You're like, yeah. it doesn't really end with anything. It's a stupid game. <laughs> why, play. Why, why play this game? It doesn't yeah. really make sense. When yeah, I know yeah. that like the outcomes that you might actually want yeah. are something to, like just more achievable. Yeah. It's not even about more achievable. It's just actually just a better outcome. Because yeah. the thing is like the, the money game never ends. Mm. You you keep going. You just have to keep building yeah. the tower. Yeah. It's, it's like only a matter of time broke. before you get str- you know struck down. Yeah. And I think like it, it, I was going to say this when we are talking about the tower as well. Like the myth of meritocracy is one that people are like it's very important that they believe in that what that like, merit, as in mediocre no. no meritocracy so like the people are rewarded on their merit oh, so yeah. the system set up so the people who are good at yeah. things get the rewards that are due to them yep. it's like geez we live in like such in some ways like such a godless age that like no one would just like thank prov- like providence that's when i was reading robinson crusoe he's just always like thanking providence that's like and he's just being like you know like it was just god's grace that this crop grew or something like that like yeah People don't really have the humility to yeah. be like, oh, you know what? Like, I could just as easily be this guy who I think is a bit of a dropkick. Like, really, I like, I got lucky. Yeah, like, I do. I still believe in agency mm. and my own free will. And but, like, how much? Like, I'm not going to entirely as- like ascribe everything that I have to that. Hundred percent. And I feel like you find like 
the most mindful people mm. are pretty much like for the most part have been the ones that have been practicing that sort of stuff for ages and it's like the, the religious people like my mm. grandma yeah. they're one of the most mindful people i know mm. like and she copes with scenarios like this pandemic probably better than most in mm. the sense that she's like i don't have to tell you it's like it's an act of god what can mm. you do about it like not a whole lot mm. you just sort of do your thing and you keep sort of chopping away in, in, in your new environment but that's yeah. sort of it something we've spoken about before though like the the cowardice of stoicism yeah. in some ways or like yeah just that like very zen philosophy or like yeah the road to like eliminating suffering is to eliminate desire like i can just make my peace with the like the way things are mm. it's like geez i don't know we'd still be like living in like mud huts or like in caves and best like, who's, who's to say that's not best i thought it was based it is based 60,000 years they were doing it, it was incredible <laughs> wasn't it i never said they were i thought it was yeah no legit well, literally is impressive i wonder what if i wonder how accurate the population like graph of uh pre-colonial australia is yeah like i wonder it would be really interesting to see like whether it rise and fell or whether it was just like or maybe yeah, just found cool. a baseline yeah, if it fluctuated heavily mm. with certain events or if they were actually just, yeah, mm. I wonder. That would be an interesting thing to look at. It's a thing, like, if you actually look at it for, like, what you can actually understand, I feel like there is so much to learn. Yeah, it's just about what it means to be a human being. Yeah, exactly right. Interesting. Yeah.